You know when you ask someone, oh, how do you get this? Oh, I just drink water. Oh, how do you do this? Just drink water. How do you get clear skin? Well, I just drink loads of water. How do you have long hair? I'll drink water. How do you lose weight? Just drink loads of water. Like, come on. Water cannot possibly be the cure to everything. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 23 of Little Dose of Time. Welcome guys. Today I have a very, a very non-conventional topic. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of my podcasts, um, I mean some of them it's something that's quite common, but other ones I just sit down and think of something random and sometimes I don't even think, they just come to me. Um, I just be doing stuff and some like stupid idea would just pop in my head and I'm just like, can I actually talk about this? And this is one of those times, this is one of those occasions, or should I say, one of those topics that's just random, like random AF. So yesterday <laughs> I was feeling kind of like shitty. I was in like a low mood. I was not like not having it at all. Um, just one of those days. And I knew that I would like be in that mood if I basically lied down and did nothing about it you know and I was like okay I don't want to be in this mood I have so many things to do I need to basically like snap out of it so I thought of ice cream because like <laughs> what else you know first I thought of chocolate and I was like mm, kind of had chocolate already that day and I thought of ice cream and I was like okay I can do that so as I grabbed the ice cream yeah as I grabbed the tub of ice cream I was like, mm, this isn't very good for me. Okay, for people who don't know, I have, um, I'm lactose intolerant and yeah, I can't have ice cream. And even though I take some, you know, lactose pills to help me digest lactose, I still like shouldn't, you know, take it. It's, it's still bad for me. But anyway, as I grabbed this, um, this tub of um, Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> I was like, I know this is bad for me, but it's also good for me. <laughs> I know I shouldn't have ice cream, but I know I should because I know it's going to help my mental health, like it's going to help me feel better. And then it got me thinking, what are things that, what are things that are like seemingly, let me use that word, seemingly bad for you, but could actually be good? You know, like that Rihanna song, um, I may be bad, but I'm probably good for you. Yeah. So I was just, that's basically what, inspired this episode I kind of thought to myself I'd rather be fat than sad okay and not that you know not that ice cream will make me fat like one tub of ice cream will not make me fat but it was just the fact that I knew I would like feel fat you know I'll be bloated and like just feel like I can't get off the you know the chair <laughs> for whoever has like a lactose intolerant they get me you know you get like you, you literally increase to like twice your size at least I do so I was just like okay so either I stay in this shitty mood and get nothing done today or I just make myself feel better with, you know, my drug, which is ice cream. <laughs> so that's what I did. And yeah, ta-da, I did feel better. What's the hormone again? Um, oxytocin, dopamine, all those feel-good hormone you get um, when you do something you, you like. And yeah, that is what inspired this episode. I was thinking, what are things that, what are things that are bad for you but could also be good for you? The first thing on my list, my friends are actually going to come at me for this. <laughs> They're going to crucify me for this. But I don't care, okay? I did not make this shit up. Red wine. 
red wine is very good for you alcohol is good for you <laughs> to other students listening drink alcohol i'm kidding not alcohol in general but like red wine red wine is good for you and i'll tell you why it has so many antioxidant content like the content of red wine like grapes for instance has a high content of uh, antioxidants and what it does is basically reduce oxidative stress in your cells so it reduces damage of your cells basically or reduces the risk of damage and i went to actually google this to see if there's actual science behind it and there is red wine actually lowers your um well, a moderate amount of red wine. Emphasis on moderate, okay? <laughs> Don't drink the old bottle and think you're going to live long. But no, <laughs> moderate amount of red wine actually reduces the chances of cancer and heart diseases. So alcohol, too much alcohol is bad for you. Like everyone knows, knows that. That's like fact, you know, damage your liver, give you like high blood pressure, all of that. But a moderate amount of alcohol aka red wine, is actually pretty good for you and will actually make you live longer according to Elfline. So I did not make this shit up. <laughs> red wine is good for you. There's actually this thing, um, well, apparently it's a common phrase. Um, I don't know how common it is because I've never heard it, but there's something called the French paradox, which is the idea that French people um, drink a lot of red wine and because of that they have a low like relatively low um, number of heart diseases in their country so they say that French people live longer because they drink red wine regularly so red wine is good for you number two on my list this one's actually pretty funny cursing swearing all of that fuck shit shit fuck shit everything all of that <laughs> And whatever swear word or like curse word you know is actually good for you. Um, because studies say that they increase pain tolerance. And that makes sense because think about it. If you hit your leg on something and you say shit or like you say fuck, obviously you're going to like not feel better, but it's going to kind of help you deal with the pain. So that's why I actually completely believe this, that um, cursing increases pain tolerance. Now, something I don't quite like agree with is that they say what google says cursing is a sign of intelligence and i'm like uh, how <laughs> i'm very like hesitant to believe this i have questions okay what is the proof what's the like science back in this how does cursing increase your sign of intelligence because normally when like people swear a lot they say they have a foul mouth and you know they probably don't have good vocabulary <laughs> that's why they're like cursing a lot when you say it's a sign of intelligence how like how uh, what was the reason like what is the reason that cursing increases not not increases but how is it a sign of intelligence like maybe you guys can google that because i don't understand that one i don't quite believe but another point is that cursing increases like bonding between people between friends so if you're out here trying to make friends if you just moved to uni for like freshers and all of that um and you're trying to make friends or if you just had got a new job and you're trying to make friends at work then keep cursing <laughs> because apparently it helps friends like bond together and yeah another interesting one another interesting thing that is like bad seemingly bad i mean seemingly um but is actually good for you is 
gossiping. Yep, gossiping. Gossiping increases, I'm actually reading out for strip, script right now, gossiping increases oxytocin levels in women and lowers stress. Okay, first of all, first of all, I'm triggered and I'm offended. Like, this is so rude and sexist <laughs> for them to assume that only women gossip. <laughs> like, shame on you. Shame on you, Italian study, because apparently it's an Italian study. Shame on you, Italian studies that think only women gossip. Excuse me. <laughs> it's not true. Like, okay, women gossip, women gossip the most. I can definitely, like, attest to that. Women gossip a lot. Like, it's kind of in our nature. But, like, rude for them to actually say that it increases oxytocin levels in women. They didn't even say that, you know, men kind of, like, get an advantage from like gossiping the fact that they just said women alone is actually annoying but whatever what it reduces stress it reduces your cortisol levels stuff like that so cussing gossiping and drinking red wine are bad things but are actually good for you now it wouldn't be fair if i didn't switch it up a little bit it wouldn't be fair if i you know only said things that are bad but are like good for you at the same time. I kind of want to turn it around and be like things that are good or seemingly good, but are also bad for you. Okay. Everyone knows that too much of everything is bad. Like everybody knows too much of everything is bad. But what are good things that, you know, everyday good things or like good things in general that can potentially be bad for you? Okay, what are those things? The first thing that popped in my head is sleep. <laughs> okay, everyone knows sleep is good for you. Ooh, shocker. You know, sleep is good for you. But even scientists recommend eight hours of sleep and nothing more than eight hours. And there is science behind the, this reasoning. Um, they say that, I mean, first of all, like if you've noticed, if you sleep longer than like eight hours, if you sleep like 12 hours or longer than 12 hours, in that case, like something's wrong with you. <laughs> if you sleep more than half of the day, then you have a problem. But anyway, if you've noticed, if you sleep too long, you actually end, end up feeling more tired than you did initially. Like you actually end up feeling weaker than you did before you took that two second nap that you wanted to take too much of sleep is bad and um the science behind it is that it could increase your chances of dying of a heart problem <laughs> by 34 percent say what that is actually ridiculously high 34 percent people who sleep longer than eight hours run a risk of dying by a heart problem or heart disease by 34%, that's actually mad. I know that there's a reason to say don't sleep more than eight hours. I know that, you know, it's like scientific, but like I didn't realize that it's actually bad for you. Like it's actually bad, like oversleeping is bad. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's actually crazy things that are out there. But yeah, so number one on my list is sleep. Number two is sex. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right. So obviously we know there's so many benefits of like having sex, you know, physically, emotionally, even mentally, like, you know, it helps you think clearly, puts you in a better mood, all of like those feel good hormones in your body, the dopamine, the oxytocin, everything. Uh, so sex is good for you. Um, but if you have sex with the wrong people, 
it can potentially be bad and no i didn't research any of this one that i'm actually trying about but like it's just common sense and if you have sex with like strangers and you know you get an sti <laughs> obviously that's bad news in it and recently at university um we actually just learned about herpes and now the virus can make you stay in your system forever like you can't get rid of this virus and herpes is not even just like an STI it's not just um transmitted by having sex like if you lip someone at a club you can get herpes you can get oral herpes and it will live with you forever and yes it can be like dormant where it kind of just stays in your system and doesn't really like um show like any symptoms but it can like go away from that latent state and become active again like whenever and you just get like you know physical manifestations of the virus and you know like all over your face or like your mouth and yeah basically you get like lifelong a lifelong disease just from lipstick strangers okay or from having sex with strangers so basically sex is good for you but like not with strangers i think that's my point <laughs> kiss and strangers i'm trying to think of what song that is but yeah that can that song came to my head it was only a kiss. No, okay. Actually, no, that's two different songs. But whatever, you get my point. Another one I thought about is exercise. And I had to Google this. Like, okay, I know like too much exercise can like stress you out, but I wanted to know why. Um, and yeah, overdoing exercise can actually cause heart problems. I feel like I've been saying heart problems, heart problems. Everything causes heart problems. But no, this is science, okay? I didn't make this up. Um, too much exercise can cause heart problems, can damage your joints and can actually lead to osteoporosis. And basically that means um, like when your your bones kind of die, they start to like wither away and just like get broken down and basically like get damaged, you know. Um, I'm like, why do you want that? Like the purpose of exercise is to look fit in it. So like why would you overdo it to the point where you actually damage your fitness i don't know if that makes sense yeah like three they even recommend like for 40 i think 45 days a week is like the recommended like maximum exercise like you're always um encouraged to like take a day break but those people that just go gym every day and think they're just like going you know big big and like getting pumped or whatever like they're actually killing themselves gradually so people like me that don't go to the gym <laughs> we're gonna live longer because we're not gonna die of heart problems and osteoporosis okay now next on my list is water <laughs> water yes water is bad for you i'm kidding water is not bad for you but you know this is actually quite annoying because like everything yeah you know when you ask someone oh how do you get this oh, i just drink water oh how do you this? just drink water how do you get clear skin well i just drink loads of water how do you have long hair i'll drink water how do you lose weight just drink loads of water like come on <laughs> okay we know water is good for you but like water cannot possibly be the cure to everything okay and i'm glad that water is actually on this list because like too much water is actually bad for you and I wouldn't say I didn't know this because one of those things that I kind of know at the back of my mind but I also don't know like the science behind it I don't know the the facts you know about it but um water too much water is bad for you because it can actually cause hyponatremia which is basically low sodium so you can get like dizzy or you can actually throw up you can get diarrhea I don't know how that gives you diarrhea though but yeah 
you can feel like um what's it called this um discombobulated basically you can feel like disorganized and kind of feel like dizzy and disoriented and stuff like that because i mean think about it, if you have too much water then you reduce the salt in your body so that actually makes a lot of sense um and you end up just running to the toilet all, all the time to pee so even if you don't have hyponatremia you just end up going to the toilet every time and people think you have diarrhea so like too much water is one other thing that's bad for you well, that is a good thing, but it's just bad for you. Now, this last point is actually really shocking <laughs> and kind of funny at the same time. Okay, according to WebMD, friends are bad for you. <laughs> I feel like my mom is going to love this one. Because <laughs> every time I mention friends, she's always like, oh, friends, like friends, ugh. You know, like, I see if I don't know that there are bad friends out there, you know, that African parents are so overprotective. They think you don't know that, you know, some people don't have your best interests. But anyway, that's not, that's not my point. Um, according to WebMD, having too many friends is actually bad for you. And apparently, your brain cannot process, process more than 150 to 200 friends. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I want to know who has up to 150 friends like all the hell that's 200 friends i mean not on facebook or like instagram like or twitter but like in real life all the hell has 200 friends first of all but yeah your brain cannot process up to 200 friends or process too many friends um apparently and so having multiple well not multiple but having too many friends actually bad for you because i think it it damages apparently damages your ability to make um like smaller friendship or like deeper friendships which kind of makes sense and they say that you can't have more than five um best friends and like when you have a group of like three when you're like in a group of three apparently it's, it's kind of detrimental to your relationship as well i mean like most times like friends kind of go in trios i don't know is it just me like i feel like friends kind of go in trios but it does make sense because i actually heard this on um the receipt podcast um there this podcast with three females and they were saying that um in groups of threes there's always that one person that's always left out because like <laughs> two of them go off and like do something or two of them are more similar or two of them just kind of get along better than you know the third one so like the third one ends up just feeling like left out sometimes which i kind of get um, so yeah, according to science, you shouldn't have more than five best friends and you shouldn't have more than 150 to 200 friends. And that is it. That's all I've actually got for this week. I know, I know it's a really short episode this time, but I've had a really busy ass week and yeah, I just had to record this because, you know, girls consistent and all. Um, I hope you enjoy it regardless. I hope you enjoy it, um, this episode. And if you did, don't forget to like follow on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify. Um, give me a good review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Also, you can listen on Audible and Amazon Music right now. Um, my podcast is now on Amazon Music and uh, Audible. So if you download audiobooks, you can download my podcast as well. And yeah, follow my Instagram at Dose of Taiwo Podcast. Taiwo is spelled T-A-I-W-O. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Dose of Taiwo Pod. 
Um, you can also send me emails. My email address is ldotpodcast at gmail.com, standing for little dose of time. Well, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Bye. Oh, okay.